Well, hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or wherever time it is where you are. You are tuned in to the Fractured Brain. I'm your host, Jeppabai. Thanks so much for joining. Well, today is August 24th, and I just realized it's my sister's birthday right when I said it was August 24th, so I'm going to have to wish her a happy birthday, but nonetheless, um, well, welcome. I'm glad, very glad you're joining me today, uh, or whenever you're going to be joining me. It's always just a pleasure that anybody would even take the time to tune in. So, Let's uh, let's do a little recap on the week. So uh, last night, uh, I was invited to partake in a podcast that was supposed to be a panel of artists, um, uh, as well as um, other types of artists, different mediums, filmmakers, everything else, uh, just to talk about uh, you know. Uh, it first, you know, to pay tribute, obviously, to uh, to Ted Kirkpatrick and Michael Bloodgood as they recently passed. Um, and then the uh, episode just took on a whole other life of its own. And part of it was because of um, uh, the, 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 there was only three musical guests that actually joined. Uh, it was myself. Uh, Manny Morales and, of course, uh, uh, the enigmatic Alan Aguirre, <clears throat> a.k.a. Ronald Dumkus from Scattered Few, Spyglass Blue, Men is Trees Walking, etc. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, uh, we just were hanging for a couple hours, sitting and talking, um, going over past memories, going over different things. And, uh, so, uh, it, it actually, I hope you guys tuned in. I sent a link, uh, to my Patreon, but, uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. My, my old friend, uh, Doug Kirshner, um, reached out and, uh, asked if I would, uh, be on the panel. And I said, sure. Uh, I'd already turned down several others and, um, and, uh, you know, just part of it is, is, um, obviously the discomfort of, of, of talking about, you know, meeting your mortality and, um, you know, we're getting older now. So it's, uh, it's, it's strange for those of us in, in that. And, and like I said in my last podcast and I won't beat a dead horse, um, you know, I'm still kind of the baby of the, I'm the run to the litter for a lot of these guys. They're, they're older than me. Um, you know, between five and you know 10 years, 12 years older, but, um, nonetheless, you know, it's still rather young, especially like I said, when, you know, Gene and Paul are still out there kicking it on stage and, and wearing 40 pounds of armor and, and they're in their 70s and, of course, the Stones and everything else. So uh, I'd like to think that there's some longevity there. So it just kind of puts a burr in your butt uh, to 
uh, you know, take care of yourself, uh, do what you can, you know, uh, I mean, uh, and, and in the end, that's all you can do. Cause what, what's the old saying, you know, you know, eat healthy, uh, work out every day and die anyway. So, um, and, you know, who knows? Um, just cherish every second that you have. Um, which brings me to, uh, kind of the point of the, uh, of, of what I was wanting to talk about today. Um, I, so I'm heading to Texas this Friday. Um, I'm getting on an airplane for the first time in, uh, well, since 2019 when I flew to Europe and, uh, met some of the most loveliest and wonderful people there. Uh, amongst many who are my patrons and, um, uh, you know, but I have not traveled anywhere since then. Uh, at least not, uh, not, not by plane and, and even, uh, even still, uh, uh, travel by car. I mean, no more than three hours to go see, uh, my, my family. Um, and, and even then it was few far in between these last few years. So, uh, I'm again, um, it's funny, you know, I mean, everybody knows that, you know, pre COVID, I wasn't much of a, uh, uh, I'd already been in kind of seclusion and, 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 uh, not, not around a lot of people. And, uh, so, yeah, and so after these three years, uh, it's feeling a little strange. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited about it, uh, especially going and jamming with the solo band, you know, uh, with uh, my eraser head. And uh, that's just super exciting to think about. But I am also just very nervous. Um flying and, and, uh, I've never, never been a big fan of it. Um, and, um, and then, you know, being away from home, being away from my comfort zone, um, uh, in, in, in all the idiosyncrasies and little ticks and things that we have when we, you know, stay at home. And so, uh, like I said, it's, it's, uh, this is definitely going to be an experience. One of the things that's, uh, you know, obviously that's making it a lot easier is, is, you know, I, I know Manny, you know, of course Manny's there. Um, but my best friend, um, Kevin, he, you know, his family lives out in that area, uh, where Manny lives out in Austin. Uh, well, M Manny lives in Round Rock and Kevin's family lives like in, uh, Georgetown and Cedar Park and I mean they're they're all like surrounding cities and you know they're little burbs of uh Austin. So um and he is going to be out there as well during that time. Um which is uh, trust me incredibly comforting um that I I have people I trust um with me. Um and, uh, there for me, just in case, you know, uh, I, I have a bit of a freak out or whatever. <laughs> uh, 
so uh i you know it's 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 uh it's it's gonna be cool it's gonna be strange but it's gonna be cool more than anything i'm really look, looking forward to the uh, the excitement of playing with a band uh i haven't played with anybody in so long in in three years you know i haven't been in a room um playing with with any other uh person um I mean, the Camelot sessions were all done remote. Uh, the only person that was actually here was uh, Larry Farkas when he came and did his solo parts. And, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. So the schedule of events, I, I, I fly in Friday, uh, I guess early afternoon there was when I arrive. And uh, it's a lot longer of a flight than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like an hour 10 minute flight or something, but it's, it's no, it's going to be a couple hours. Um, so I'm going to get there and, uh, get picked up by the airport, you know, at the airport by Manny or, or, uh, Phil or Kevin or somebody, I'm sure somebody's going to come collect, collect me. Um, and then, um, I, you know, I guess go check in, um, the hotel. Helen was able to get um, a swinging deal over at uh, a, a local Holiday Inn there for me. And I mean, when I mean a deal, I mean a deal. So uh, three nights for literally the price of one. So um, it's very, very cool. She did it through her connections at work. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so go there, check in, and then uh, I guess around. So I'm arriving around one fifteen. So I figure by the time you know baggage, this, 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 and the other thing, um, probably grab a bite to eat, uh, get to the hotel, check ins at three, and then uh, I guess we are off to the races at six o'clock for rehearsal number one. Um, and since the guys um, have a lockout studio, um, uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, there's no time limit. So I guess we're just going to go do, be, uh, eat, and then rehearse again. So then we'll, uh, uh, you know, hopefully I can take in some sites uh, after rehearsal. I'm, I'm hoping somebody will want to drive me around Austin, you know, experience a Friday night out there. Um, I mean, who knows? I might not even be up for it, you know, especially after rehearsing. You know, that that takes a lot out of you, playing and singing. And I've never played and sung any of these songs. Um, I think that, that we're doing one song or two songs that I'm familiar with playing uh, and singing, which is... Um, uh, all day and all of the night, the Kinks cover that's on the uh, first Jupiter Six album, and uh, and then we're we're doing a cover of Sanctuary as well, you know, which is you know Jerry Scott Taylor, DA, and of course Deliverance. Um, but um, so that'll be Friday. Then sa Saturday, um, early afternoon. Uh, we have a video shoot. So now what we're doing is, I guess we're setting up on some sort of soundstage and with lights and all this other thing. And um, 
we're going to shoot a couple of promo videos. So uh, one of them is going to be for, uh, I don't know, Manny's chosen the, the, the two um, tracks from the Eraserhead album. And um, and uh, so we're going to, I guess, do a couple of videos there. And then, uh, then we're doing a promo video for... Uh, a very exciting release that I'm, I'm um, that I really wasn't going to share with anybody, but it's not like I got ten thousand people listening to this podcast. So, um, so uh, Manny and I sent, you know, when I when I went and picked up uh, all my uh, different things that uh, my siblings had put aside for me, um, <laughs> which wasn't much, when my mother. Uh, house was sold and, um, uh, you know, everything was divvied. And, uh, I mean, I, 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 it was so funny. I, I like rented a, a truck, um, to come and, you know, pick up all this stuff. And, you know, I could have did it in a small car. Um, and it was literally like a statue, um, a vase that I'd gave my mother for her birthday. And, um, and the statue is this uh, the statue that I guess they bought the year before I was born. So I mean, it's pretty cool. And uh, and then a mirror um, that was purchased around the same time, sixty uh, eight. So, um, but that was it. It really wasn't much. Um, but the one thing, uh, the big surprise that I picked up was the uh, something that my sister had. Uh, Pearl had had put away for me and she had saved uh, almost every t-shirt that Deliverance had ever put out Um, she saved one of each design and one of each color and just put them in this nice trunk you know and uh, just different things of memorabilia and buttons and all the things that we that we I mean from the very beginning from 1985 uh, it was it was really touching and it was really cool and I I, I just uh, was very very touched by that but along with that uh, there were uh, there was another box a collection of the two inch reels for most of my albums and, um, and so, uh, you know, cause frontline when they sold and they went bankrupt or whatever happened and transpired there, you know, who knows what happened to their vault of stuff. But, uh, I remember after the second album, I just started keeping everything. And I, you know, after the recording sessions were done, I would take the master tapes. And, um, so I saw the, uh, you know, of course, the, the the trilogy is what matters to me the, the most, is which is Stay of Execution, Learn, and River Disturbance. So I uh, took those and, and opened them up, made sure, you know, because they, they weren't kept in the, the best of temperatures, but at least they weren't, like, just stuck out in the garage. Um, so I I, uh, I took a look at the tapes, and, and they didn't look like they were flaking, um, which happens to magnetic tape and, um, and they, they start getting sticky and start getting kind of magnetic. And what, what it is they have to do is they have to do what's called a baking process to, 
kind of restore them and then hopefully you can transfer transfer them to digital if you so desire so um I remember when I brought it all home and, and I was talking with Manny on the phone and I told him about the, the master tapes and uh, he said, you know, how cool would it be if you, if we, if we had, if we did learn and transferred it all over to digital and then you could remix the album, you know, since you know, all these, you know, there's all these ridiculous re-releases, which there is. I mean, I mean, it's like there's two million re-releases of weapons, two million re-releases of the first album. Um, and all these ridiculous release re-releases. And then, uh, then when it wasn't working, they changed the artwork. And, uh, when then that didn't work, then they, then they put out remastered and it's, you know, it's kind of silly to take something that's already mastered and remaster. I mean, one thing, if you had the unmastered version and then you remastered it, but I mean, just all these cornball sales ploys. Um, and you know, and what I hate is when I see things online, um, <laughs> that, 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 you know, people are saying, you know, I mean, you know, all they're doing is gouging the fans. You know, Jimmy is, you know, gouging the fans. Jimmy is gouging the, I have nothing to do with those re-releases. Uh, I don't own my first five albums. Um, so I have nothing to do with them at all. Um, and, uh, you know, people just don't understand that. That That is the labels that are, you know, see, the, the retro rocks, uh, you know, whatever these labels are, they contact Frontline, uh, speak to my dear friend Adele. Now, Adele owns the rights to all that stuff. They pay her a licensing fee. And then that's it. They go to the races. They come to an agreement. Okay, we'll print up X amount and... Uh, we're going to market it this way and whatever, you know, and Adele just collects the, 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 uh, licensing fees, splits it with me. And then that's it. That's, I mean, that's literally it. We don't, I mean, so whatever they do, whatever gimmick they do, put a baseball card or, you know, uh, extra pictures or, you know, whatever it is, all those, those corny plots to make people buy the same album over and over and over. Um, you know, I have zero to do with it. So, uh, that's just annoying when I hear it and see it, but nonetheless, I digress and move back to subject at hand. And that is the learn album. So, you know, Manny and I were talking about it. So, um, and then, you know, I mean, this was, you know, a year ago, you know, well over and, um, so I, I, uh, I said, uh, well, hmm, what about if, uh, so it, it, the subject came up again, uh, cause I told him I was moving, uh, stuff around and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really careful where I put those tapes because I don't, I don't want them damaged, especially with the extremity of heat here in, in Las Vegas. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just like, oh, you're keeping them safe, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, we should do the Learn album. And, you know, not do it through any of those labels or anything else. We should just do it ourselves. Pay Adele the, the licensing fee. And, um, and you know, you remix it. 
and make it make the learn albums just sound killer huge and modern and and uh you know don't re-record anything he goes because i know that's going to be your first inclination is to re-record guitars and re-record this and i'm like no no i wouldn't do that i'd want to leave the original alone and uh i just would love the opportunity to doll up the tones and and remix it and make everything just a little thicker um and heavier you know because i mean that was 1993 you know so uh sonics were different things were different so um so we just you know we mused about it but i mean now he's dead serious he's he's like you know find a studio find out how much uh, they charge to do that process that you were telling me about the baking and transferring to digital and uh and and find out you know i'm like okay okay so i found a studio and uh they're here now are out in la not too far from us and uh they said, yeah, yeah, this is X amount. I sent it to Manny. Manny looked at the email and said, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And I'm like, are you sure? And uh, he's like, yeah. And he goes, what, what, we put out like a limited 300 or 500 CD release of, you know, the remix. I mean, people would love to hear a remix. So um, so we're going to go forward with it. So and an anticipation of it, because, um, again, you know, it's like I told Manny, but this is all based on the fact that we're hoping and keeping our fingers crossed that all five reels of two-inch tape are undamaged and ha have been, you know, th that the metallic, uh, you know, the particles haven't completely been removed from the tape because, you know, I only unraveled about, you know, six feet of, of tape and it, and it looked fine, but you know, again, that was just the outside. I mean, who knows what the 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 entire reel looks like, you know? And it's about fifteen minutes of music per reel, so, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll have to see. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. But it it, it I hope it happens because it it'll be fun. But anticipation in it in anticipation. Uh, we're going to shoot a promo video for the song Learn to kind of hype people up and let them know we're remastering it. So, um, or re remixing it and remastering it. So, um, that should be fun where we should, we should have a blast with it. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, so after the video shoot, which I don't think will take any more than, you know, three hours I, I would imagine max because uh, I mean everything's already set up as far as like the cameras and the lights and everything on the stage we just go and you know do our Milli Vanilli thing and, and while the music's blasting and go from there um, then we go day two rehearsal and then we we're going to rehearse again and uh, hopefully again uh, you know end in time to be able to take in some uh, Austin nightlife, uh, you know, if I can get any of these uh, guys to drive me out there. Uh, with Kevin being there, I don't see it being a problem. I mean, even if the guys fizzle out on me, I, you know, Kevin likes it. He's up for stuff like that. So, um, and then Sunday, um, uh, the boys and, and you know have church, and then after church. Um, and then we're going to rehearse one more time 
and uh, and then I fly home Monday. So it's a pretty packed schedule uh, for the weekend. Lots of stuff, and uh, yeah, it's a lot to pack in, especially not having done this for a while. And, uh, you know, I'm going on three weeks now that uh, I haven't been working the day gig. And uh, this is week three. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm having to relearn. I mean, so much has happened in a year. And uh, I'm having to relearn how to shoot videos again. And, and, you know, I thought it would be like, you you know, getting on the horse. And, you know, it's no big deal, but, uh, no, man. I mean, I, I have lost my eye for angles and I have reshot and reshot videos over and over and over, uh, for the past week, week and a half, I think, um, because the, the angles are all wrong. I don't have the angles right on my guitar. I don't have the, you know, it's just really, really strange. I feel like a, a fish out of water. It's just really odd, but I am sure I will settle into the role. Um, Jim Chaffin and I talked uh, yesterday for quite a while and um, you know he, he and I you know he's he's raring to go he's uh, number one he's very very excited for me to uh, be going to Texas this weekend because it's like he said you know it, it, he goes enough hiding it's over it's you know your your time of seclusion has to end and um, so I'm glad you're getting out just do small ventures. And he goes, next, you know, you, you fly out here with me, I'll fly out to, to Cali and, um, and put you up and, and you and me start working on stuff, you know? So we want to do things together in his studio and, uh, uh, work on some recording and, and, uh, and, uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, funny uh it, it this was a very freeing experience uh it was a strange year but now it's like time to um get back into the world as it were uh so we're uh yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be busy so um uh, also i do have to say uh there is a, a video out um that just hit YouTube on Saturday um, with uh, Brutality Films. And they have a channel on YouTube. And uh, this is uh, Greg Brewster and uh, Brown Sugar. And they um, they do a, a show called, uh, I think, uh, Saturday Spliff or something like that. In which I guess they... Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they get high and they listen to music. So, um, now, uh, uh, you know, obviously, you know, w- you know, whatever people want to do, they, they want to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they, they decided to listen to the Eraserhead record. Uh, and, uh, they had, you know, inebriated or not, I guess, uh, they, they really had some wonderful things to say about uh about the album and uh there, there's a video uh, uh like i said it's online floating around so <clears throat> it's on their youtube channel so please I, I i didn't link it uh in uh the patreon 
uh, due to some of the language uh, that's used during the, uh, um, you know, and I, and I don't want to, you know, cause offense to anybody. I mean, I know it's not language that we're not used to. I mean, anybody that goes to the movies, which is pretty much everybody, Christian, non-Christian, Buddhist, whatever, uh, you know, we're all used to language, but, you know, nonetheless, I, I don't like, you know, people's sensitivities offended. So, um, but uh, if, uh, if you guys want, you guys should, uh, you know, take a listen. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll post a link to it on, on Patreon and just put, put the sub sub warning on there or whatever, you know, just uh, say, you know, hey, just be forewarned, there's language. Um, but I thought it was a nice promotion uh, of, of uh, the Eraserhead album. It hasn't gotten much exposure. Um, so we'll just have to see. Um, I, I didn't think it got a lot of views. He was saying that, he, he told me uh, a few days after about it and said that while it was live, they had like, you know, 3,000 people watching. Um, but the after view, I mean, like shows like 90 views. So I, I, I don't know, you know, how well the exposure did, but um, I guess we'll see. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, so that's about it for now, I think. Um, you know, and, and it's funny, um, but I, you know, and I, I promised last episode that I was going to share some things and, but I'll save it for the next episode. Cause this one was just to talk about, uh, my upcoming adventures this weekend that, uh, my first time out, uh, in, uh, quite a while. So I'm actually pretty excited about it, but. Uh, if you would, you know, uh, offer up some warm thoughts, prayers, and send them my way. Uh, just, uh, you know, because you guys know I have pretty severe anxiety and uh, and germaphobe and everything else. So uh, just that I have a, a, a good, decent weekend. Uh, it, it would be uh, wonderful. So, of course, I uh, covet prayers and warmest thoughts and good vibes, good vibrations. And, uh, and whatever you send to me, you know, I send right back to you. So, um, okay. Well, we're going to keep it at this today and you have yourselves a lovely weekend. Hopefully I will be doing a podcast Sunday, uh, from the, from, with the band, you know, so we can all sit and have a chat together. And, um, I think it'll be cool. And then uh, we're going to be doing some, you know, YouTube live streaming, things like that. So, and um, uh, Facebook and all that. So be look out, be on the lookout this weekend. Should be fun. So, okay. Well, I just uh, thank you again for joining in today. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon. Much love and light to all of you. You've been listening to The Fractured Brain.